Hello, story lovers. This is Laurel McCarg, and you're listening to Alligator Preserves. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about fruitcake. Don't go away. Welcome to Alligator Preserves, a weekly podcast about revealing yourself through storytelling, story reading, and story writing, but probably not story arithmetic, because that's not a thing. You just might surprise yourself with the secrets you'll uncover. I was inspired to write this post a couple years ago by a West Point peer, Chip Armstrong, who has a loyal following on Facebook by posting the occasional word or phrase that provokes comment. The word that particular day was fruitcake, and he even attached a photo of a sea ration fruitcake tin. We would eat anything as cadets, even those cans of tasteless, crumbly, cakish, dried fruit. Can you say constipation? (laughs) Anyway, he inspired me to think about fruitcake, and I'm going to share my thoughts with you. Here goes. And I do apologize for maybe the brashness of my first sentence, which reads, When the fruitcakes stopped coming, we knew Nell was dead. I met Mike's second cousin, twice or thrice removed by marriage, when we were young West Point cadets. We managed somehow to earn off-post passes several weekends during our last semester at the academy, and Nell and Dave lived about an hour's drive away. We'd hop into Mike's sexy red Datsun 280ZX and visit the old folks at their split-level old folks-smelling home on many acres of overgrown land and think we were in heaven. Anything away from West Point felt like heaven. They were educated, classy people. Discussions around their dinner table always left us young kids with things to ponder when we weren't busy making out in their music room. (laughs) I don't see anything, and even if I did, I won't tell. Nell's declaration still makes me laugh. I guess we'd forgotten to close the door. After we married, Mike and I stayed in touch with them by snail mail, and that's when the fruitcakes started coming. I remember the first year the red box arrived. What is it? Mike asked. A fruitcake. Looks fancy. Ew, that's not really even a dessert. Mike has never been a dessert person, preferring a second helping of lasagna over anything that might taste sugary. You could probably hurt someone with that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I regifted the first several years of fruitcakes that came from the Collins Street Bakery in round red keepsake tins. They probably got the biggest laugh at several white elephant parties, but one year I decided to honor my by-marriage relatives by keeping their gift for myself. I remember feeling Guilty about opening the seal and making that first slice, knowing I'd probably end up throwing the rest away. And oh my gosh, it was 
sumptuous. It may have taken a week, but I ate the whole darn thing. I ate the whole darn thing all by myself every year for several years. Fast forward to our assignment back at West Point about nine years after graduation, and now we had opportunities to bring our tiny tots to visit with Nell again. Dave had left this world behind, and the woman I thought was ancient when we were cadets now appeared greatly diminished. I remember chopping down our first Charlie Brown tree on her property, Jake's first Christmas when Nick was almost three. And I remember feeling sad. The fruitcakes kept coming for years to several new addresses after we left West Point, and we kept the snail mail authorities in pocket change with our cards and letters. Nell remained active in the arts program in her community and would write pages about the goings-on about Warwick, which I could read easily until her later years, when her fingers must have frustrated her greatly. And then there came no more. That ends my little fruitcake piece. And as I sit here in my office looking outside at the blowing, fluffy snow that's covering Leadville and thinking about Christmas, you know, this is a time for for Christmas memories, for holiday memories, for remembering people, important people in our lives who may not be here anymore. And I think of what an amazing gift it was Nell and Dave gave to us offering their home as a retreat whenever we could get away from West Point on a on a weekend and then later welcoming us with our with our little guys i also just sent out my mid december newsletter a little bit late cuz today's the 19th and i should have had it out on the 15th but no excuse sir no excuse ma'am that's that's the excuse i'm going to use for why it's late <laughs> saying no excuse. It's much easier than telling you the excuses for why my newsletter was late. And if you don't get my newsletter, please let me know. Email me at laurel at strackpress.com and I will add you to my mid-monthly newsletter list. No spam, I promise. And basically what I do is I put a little blurb about whatever it is that I've done in the past 30 days from mid-month to mid-month. And I also have links to literary events that I know about and other authors and their works. And this month's newsletter is quite beefy because I included links to most of the authors I met at the Georgetown Christmas Market and the Bighorn Book Nook, which author Jerry Fabianic invited a bunch of Colorado authors to. Some amazing, amazing authors, first-time authors and multi-book authors, and everyone was in such a great spirit. It was an amazing holiday spirit time. People from the community and from Denver and from lots of different places came in and visited, and I think I might have some new fans, but I'm also going to be a fangirl of some of the other authors I met. So I've got links to all their work, too, in this month's newsletter. I would really love to hear from some of you out there if you have any experience with fruitcake. And I'm talking the kind that, that you eat with, with fruit and nuts. And I know some people put rum in it. I don't know what, I don't know whatever you do with it. I don't think I ever put rum in it. I didn't need to. I mean, I'm telling you, the Collins Street Bakery fruitcake, I should probably start ordering them myself. I will include a link to the Collins Street Bakery in my show notes with other links and photos 
on my website at leadvillelaurel.com where you could also click on newsletters in the menu bar and go back and read all kinds of newsletters that I've done in the past. I hope you enjoyed this episode and other episodes. And if you have, please subscribe to Alligator Preserves on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tell your friends about it. I hope you'll support my work on Patreon. Check out the rewards you'll receive on patreon.com slash alligatorpreserves. And I also opened up my ninth short story to the public. So you can read about The Blessed Biscuit, which is a short story that I recently posted. That's episode 42. And you get a bonus poem, my personal rendition of The Night Before Christmas, which I wrote a while ago. And it's actually pretty funny. That's that's a challenge to do. And again, I would challenge you to try to do that as well if you are inclined toward writing and or poetry. Anyway, I will probably have one more podcast before the Christmas holiday and for whatever holiday you celebrate in the end of the year. If I don't hear from you by then or if you don't check in with me by then, do have a safe, wonderful end of the year and check back with me next year. And until then, let's see, fruitcake preserves, fruit, any kind of fruit. I don't care. I don't care what you put on your toast this this week, this month. (laughs) But if you use anything unusual, do let me know. Till next time, be good to yourselves. Bye. Alligator Preserves is hosted and produced by Laurel McCard with technical support provided by her husband, Mike McCard. Follow her on her website at leadvillelaurel.com where she writes about life, real, and imagined. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy her books. Find her work at amazon.com.